And the time to start, if you're not living your dream, is right now. Start setting goals and setting out where you set in the course of your life and setting it all up so that you get somewhere in the future. When all that comes together, something happens called fulfillment. If you are not experiencing awesomeness in every aspect of your life, it's just from an internal block or barrier disconnect that you've chosen to take on. Life is as easy or as hard as we want to make it. And I got my hands and my eyeballs and my heart around any information I could around holistic healing. And that led me down a never-ending rabbit hole of which I'm still spelunking into the depths of. I needed something like ayahuasca to really wake me up because I was very rigid and very stuck in my ways and very structured and controlling. And my first ayahuasca ceremony cracked my ego in a billion pieces. And uh, that's when I believe when you when we really follow our deepest truth, when we really follow our soul, when we really follow our true calling, the universe rises to support us moment to moment to moment. Welcome to the Holistic Health and Human Potential Podcast. I am your host, Ronnie Landis. I'm an international speaker, author of multiple books, an integrative nutritionist, a transformation and embodiment coach, and simply a man who has devoted most of my life to the study, application, and integration of human potential. And it is my biggest inspiration to bring you weekly episodes that will expand your mind challenge your paradigm, deepen your heart, and help you to embody the greatest version of yourself as I believe you are meant to do something incredible with your life and this podcast exists simply to support you on that journey. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Holistic Human Optimization Show. I am your host, Ronnie Landis. We are getting very, very close, like literally two episodes away from the final conclusion of the first wave of interviews, which is almost 200 interviews, and which I've been doing over maybe like between three and four years, hard to, hard to track, but between three and four years, we've almost hit 200 live interviews, 250 episodes. And as most of you know that have been following me, I'm going to be transitioning the podcast into an entire entire solo series that I've been batching episodes like crazy to release to all of you. So look forward to that. And in fashion of an incredible conclusion and finale to all of that, I have a very dear friend of mine, a modern day mystic, an incredible transformation teacher, leader, wisdom bearer. Um, literally on the planet right now, representing so much of, um, I don't even know the word to use, let's just say uh, wisdom bearer, that's a good one. We can go with that for now. Yeah, transformational teacher, as I said, modern day mystic. And I don't say that about people, and I know a lot of people in the different communities will just throw that out there. I'm very well aware of what a mystic actually is, so I am very uh, conservative about using these terms. I would definitely say with this individual, she um, she embodies that and represents that in many other things, which is why I'm so excited to share her with you. This is Anna Naturalista. How are you doing? So good. Thank you, Ronnie. Blessings to you. Thank you for creating such a powerful and much needed education portal for everyone right now at this time. And it's a mm-hmm. show and share more of the love with you. Right on. Well, thank you for coming on to this educational portal. Um, I like that you said that too, because that's really what this is. It's it's a re-education. It's an upgrade in education. It's an education on how to upgrade the operating system, which mm-hmm. is a topic that I really will love to get into with you because that's really kind of like on a meta quantum level, but not really quantum, like a physio- physiological level and neurophysiological level. That's really what my work really is about now. And I've been adapting a lot of that language to describe what I'm attempting to support people with, which is upgrading the interface system and how we interface with the material world, with the quantum world, and how can we integrate our full capacities as a whole, a fully functional human being, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and tap into that, the quote unquote junk DNA, the, but really just the dormant DNA that lives within us that has all the codes, 
that has all the gifts and all those special superpowers that we we sometimes we iconographize on the the, the movie screen. You know, we watch the you know we watch these superhero movies or these comic book characters, and there's a certain iconography. There's a certain archetype that we resonate with. Um, but very rarely do people make the connection that the reason they resonate with something is that it's telling them more about themselves than it is about the thing that the hologram. And so that that's really what I'm passionate about. And I think it is about what you're passionate about too. So I'm excited about this conversation. Um, first of all, do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yes. Let's start with the superhero archetype. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> you know what's uh, beautiful about the superhero stories is that while they have all of these incredibly powerful, extremely magical abilities and powers and experiences, they also have the sweetness and the innocence of something that's just a, a twinge kind of off about them, a personality quirk, a little, you know, kind of <laughs> just dysfunctional, whatever. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that is actually kind of like our, uh, the barrier to the, uh, eventually to relate, right? That, oh, that surpasses really that, that barrier of being like superhuman. Well, I can do that too if he's got this little quirk thing going on with him, right? And so it's really... I see this as a balance of archetypes, which then creates the whole mastery system of the human experience, which you mentioned the physical, mental, we have the emotional, and then you mentioned spiritual body. Yet what's right in between those two is our energy body, our auric field, our toroid, however you want to call and relate to that. And that's really a lot of where my, my work, especially with private clients and the theme education program that, that I'm also releasing is really where the sweet spot is, is in that energetic convergence of divine wisdom to applied action. And so in that is where our psychic abilities, intuitive powers, and a lot of the mystic arts really happen. Yes, we have lotions and potions and all kinds of alchemic formulas, And it's about the subtle energy, the subtle energy that is that intuitive communication and connection between our outer world and our inner knowing. So, yes. Yes, beautifully (laughs) said. And I want to dive deeper into this. And you mentioned the energy body, the the bio field, the org field, whatever you want to call it. this is this is absolutely critical to understand because even when we th- we try to compartmentalize the divisions of the human system being mental, emotional, physical, or physiological, spiritual, whatever that should mean, um, I think it all comes down to to the integrative field, the literal field that is emanating from us, but is also within us. And I think that's a really great way to, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a great way to articulate the connective tissue, if you will, that connects all these seemingly compartmentalized things being the mind, the body, the heart or the emotions. These are all, these are, so the whole point of even mentioning all that is that it's an integrative thing, right? And it's, it's interesting that I even feel the need to mention it that much, but because of language particularly the English language, how we try to, you know, the way that we're trained, it is trained in kind of almost like this compartmentalized or divisive way of explaining what would otherwise be very simple, subtle energy, right? But because we are not, we we're not living in a simple world, um, sophisticated, but not always, not always as simple as maybe we'd like it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we we kind of go anyways like the point i'm getting at is that i want to talk a little bit more about the subtle energies and the energy field and how that influences these other proverbial bodies on our way to wholeness or integration well it's it, it is the influencing factor really and this is where in the miracle matrix academy i teach about how that integrates, how that is the weaving, the stitching between all of our physical communication, 
and our emotional reaction or response systems, our mental processes, the different habits and neural pathways that we get stuck into, the memories or the actual act of memorialization, which in the timeline sequence will age us unless we're able to release the energetic impact that it has. And so the things I say is everything is energy, therefore everything matters, as in it compresses into matter. Right. So if you're taking in an experience that is actually outside of your own personal knowing, that's OPE, other people's energy, experience and environments. Right. So that influence will then have an impact of how you are taking in, how much of it you are absorbing into your energetic field. And then what emotional energy loop that you're going into with that how you are then creating a belief system through your mental programming process, and then where in your body is it actually memorializing itself or condensing into uh, issues in your tissues or some kind of pattern that you then find as a behavioral sleep sequence based on something that happened to somebody else that you were in witness of because that energetic field is so incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are interacting with all other people, with media, with um, events, with news, again, information that doesn't even affect our own personal well-being or body, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yet, somehow, you're relating to it, and you're letting it in your field, and you're letting it impact the way that you feel, think, and therefore can live your life to its fullest or not. So there are a lot of things that we can go into about the different types of energies that we experience within our field and crossing fields with other people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Especially for those of us who are empathic and yeah. very sensitive or intuitive beings, which I feel like most of, most of our immediate crew really is, mm-hmm. is that our auric field can, mm-hmm. it, it extends and it contracts, just like everything else in the universe, we're either you know, expanding or contracting. So when our auric field is, is expanded and our hearts are open, is the new, is the, you know, new agey term, it's like, oh, I'm just feeling everything. That's yeah. also creating a vulnerability, yes. right? And in that vulnerability, while it's very innocent and sweet and all love, everything else, well, guess what? There's a polar dynamic force of energy that's happening in the planet right now yep. that is wanting to, to to pull your energy in a certain direction and or belief system, mm. which is where acts of demonstrations are being done publicly in order to impact larger groups of of influence, which has to do directly, not again, not how it's immediately affecting our life or physicality, yet it's influencing us through the impact of its energetic program. Mm. And that's where we're really in this major shift of, again, that, that it's like the, the polarity swing of the pendulum, right? You go from one extreme situation over here to another extreme demonstration event over here. And then how is it going to affect you now versus how it's going to affect you later? Yep. Yeah, where that sweet spot is, is right in the middle, mm. right in this, the, the center of innocence and empowered, mm. empowered um, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is really where a lot of us are rising up to feel. It's like, man, I got to be in my my warrior stance and in my angelic being all at the same time, all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's not about about going out and and starting or projecting your your force or your energy upon other people. It's really knowing where in your field is that a discernment or a distraction pulling or taking your energy somewhere else. Or whether or not you have the power and force and ability within yourself to stay steady, yep. keep walking your path, keep yep. stay, stay center. Because right now, the, the, the pendulum swing of those distractions is intense. And that's because of, and, and this is something that the ancients have been telling us for thousands upon thousands of years. This is the time of the prophecies that we are all living on this planet right now. And this has been predicted and prophesized for over 20,000 years. So looking at that, looking at why you're here and staying on your path of purpose is one of the most important things. And in order to do that, in order to be in your superhero balance and harmony, you also have to have your own personal life in balance and in harmony. 
mm-hmm. including a lot of the of what you teach around optimizing your your human vessel around you know the nutrition and meditation it's all part of that balance that it takes to really learn how to how to manage all of these energies and and possible distortions or distractions and knowing what our discernment is in in saying no right like mm-hmm. i'm protecting my energy field from this type of influence yep. and really being being very clear about that and protecting mm-hmm. it's super important right yeah. now yeah, absolutely. Very, very well said. And there's so many different things to extrapolate out of that. The main thing for me is like, it's centricity, right? So it's being centered. And this, this idea, one, one of the things that I take people through is a process that I call the quantum collapse process. It's something that I've adapted from uh, studying with John Martini and Joe Dispenza and, and Michael Beckwith and some of these people and integrating some themes, which are all really around the same thing, which is transformation. What does transformation, what is that actually? Because this word gets thrown around, but what is an actual transformation? What is an actual healing? And one of the things that I discovered through my own experience is that it's a phenomenon like a spontaneous healing or transformational experience where we forget that we used to be in pain from a healing perspective. So we become so accustomed to who we used to be and the patterns of behaviors and the ways of being the nagging injuries or the the heart palpitations or whatever the thing is, we have become so accustomed to that, that that becomes part of our identification. But then there's a moment, or there can be a moment anyways, where we actually forget, we forget that we were in pain to begin with. And then that's when something new emerges. I had that personal experience, which taught me about the nature of healing. And I think it's very similar to the whole, the whole process that we're in, at least from my perspective. And I could have a bias towards that because that's what I'm focused on. But when I think of operating or upgrading the operating system, it's upgrading all the old faulty, faulty default, you know, set points of information and, you know, what happens, for example, stress testing, you know, so like, we can be thinking all the nice thoughts and we can get our energy pulled in this direction and dopamine fixes and pleasure sim- stimulations and avoiding pain and all this kind of thing. Um, but then what happens when reality crashes against us? Something happens or otherwise we get stress tested. Then we find out who, who we really are or where our operating system is at that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying all that just as a context, I'm sure you have a lot to lot to share about that. Um, for this idea of being centered, being the primary directive from a very simple perspective, right? How do we simplify all this? Well, am I in my center or am I being pulled and swayed in these different pleasure centers or whatever the drive is to um, basically avoid myself? Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't a question. It was just like, I know. Here you go and run with it. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I feel you on that. And, this, and I love that this is just like an open dialogue conversation. You know, we get to jam out on, on uh, this, this, this really beautiful topic. So, um, yeah. So what I'd like to jump back to for a moment is the, the part of the, the quantum healing. Yes. And that's leap. And a lot of times in, the, for example, the example that you use, is what I call a trauma drama, right? This is an event that happens in your life that is there to whack you back into your center and get you on course to keep you from being so distracted by those OPEs or by, you know, habitual programs. Because the more that we consistently do something, the deeper that neurological groove is in our repatterning of the brain. So what a pain symptom is, and um, I don't know how much you may know, but um, maybe some of these folks don't, that uh, I was in a, I've been in several accidents. I flatlined three times in my life, but the longest time is two, over two minutes. And in that divine communication and, and reset, I was also being told, okay, <laughs> listen here, honey, this, this karmic reset didn't have to happen this, this harsh right? We get the little bitch slaps and the little whacks and the little reminders and, you know, little pokes and prods from the universe of that divine communication saying, hey, honey, over here, you know, stay on, stay on course. 
or it's you're going to get a, a, a real whack, right? Now that can, that typically creates some kind of discomfort or pain in your body and or your belief system, your ego starts to, you know, pull and prod and mess with you a little bit and test you and see if you really have what it takes to get through this. And those are those defining moments of our life that bring us back to our truth, back to our resilience and our divine purpose. Now, sometimes there's, you know, you, you can, um, like, uh, you know, plant medicines have become very popular and in ayahuasca journeys, which uh, I don't do, yet I, I help a lot of people that come to me going, oh my God, I have this crazy experience and I don't have to do it myself now. Well, guess what? You gave yourself a traumatic experience to snap out of whatever it was you didn't like before, right? So now integrating that and, and really up-leveling up who you are and your human operating system from that point is the perfect squishy zone to then reprogram your mental beliefs, right? That is the biggest issue right now that I feel and I see energetically on the planet is this constant battle of belief systems, whether it's men and women, whether it's different religions or uh, policy or whatever you want to call it, that's really what it is, is an imposing belief system. Well, if you have all of these imposed belief systems going on that are keeping you from your own truth, that's called resistance, right? So to create new belief systems, there's a process that, that we go through that is really like filtering out of, I call it scrubbing bubbles for the soul. <laughs> it's like, you got to clean out, starting with your memories, Right? Memorialization is one of those events in our life that then stay, stay with us. Well, what if you clean that up and you make it much lighter? What if you reframe that into a, how this happened for your highest good and to create a higher ascended version of yourself? Because we're here to constantly create a better and greater version of ourselves with every experience, every new memory, every new person, or the discernment to know that that's not in my field. Right. So when we're going into that repatterning of belief system through either an outside demonstration or something, a demonstration of your own life, then that's where we really get to get sweet with ourselves. This is where we go from our soul perspective and go, oh, my goodness, my little human, I put you through so much unnecessary pain and I've you know, talk some, some really negative belief systems to you. And we're going to reframe this because you, sweet little baby human of mine, <laughs> we want to have that conversation with ourselves, right? Is, is the, the innocent vessel. We really have the oversight and the oversoul and the macro perspective of our divinity to go, oh my gosh, I get to reframe that experience how that affects me, my viewpoint and belief system on it. And therefore, am I going to, again, expand from this? Or is this going to, am I going to allow it to contract my life, right? And my expression of energy and life. So that's really where I feel those moments, those defining moments when we're able to reprogram that, those are responding to the open receptors of our dormant DNA. And within that, because I also study microbiology and the super geek with microscope and all that other fun stuff, is that there's an RNA factor. It's the actual protein synthesis of the RNA that we're going through right now in this, you know, super evolving quantum timeline <laughs> that it's called regenesis. Now we had our first genesis when, you know, humans came out of the garden and all these mystical things happened. Yet what's happening now, while there's seven plus billion people on the planet, is a mass regenesis program through all of the different cultures that have now mixed, the internet, which has allowed us to, to, to mix and, and you know, swirl in all kinds of different people and beliefs and classes and movies and all of, we have access to everything now. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is why when I was figuring out and asking my guides and counsel, how do I create a school or a teaching outlet so that we can really help more people in less time to have those quantum leaps of that ascended evolution? 
to really get into that, what I call emancipated leadership state, rather than being blown by the wind and being in so much, you know, flow that you flow over, right, into somebody else's camp. And really, it's about staying in that, in that sovereignty so that we can bring our greatest gifts to the world and share that through the quantum field. And when we do that, that is literally the energy. Again, we're talking about the auric field having a direct impact to our physical body. That's when the RNA synthesis and the DNA can actually come together, lock into that receptor, and create a new helix of belief systems and a new experiences in your life. So that, that gray matter in our brain, we can turn those switches on. The dormant DNA and RNA factors in our cells, they are turning on right now. Those are the ascension symptoms that people are talking about yeah. that we feel at a physical and metaphysical level. So, yeah, it's all happening right now. And we, it's seriously all hands on deck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's a deep responsibility that we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we, you and I had a conversation um, a couple of days ago, and I think we, we alluded to this, which is this, this idea that um, the middle ground is getting a lot thinner, right? The, the, the gray, right? Not the gray matter in the brain, but the gray in terms of the black and whiteness, or maybe the, you could use different words, the right and wrong, or the, let's just say the integrity, let's use that word integrity. Um, okay to as a directive for what direction and what timeline we are going to devote our full faculties towards, not scattering our energy, right? Like being on the floor or whatever, like just scattering our energy in 50 different timeline probabilities and wondering why we keep getting, getting pulled in different destiny points. It's like, no, okay, what, what actually is the singular trajectory of my, my focus here on the planet, at least right now in this moment. And harnessing our full faculties to be fully embodied integrated so all of us is moving parallel on that particular trajectory and um i thought that was a really incredible conversation and and everything that you just shared really beautifully articulated something that i don't hear a lot of people i think people in our circles especially the the people that are embodied in their leadership talk more about this um just virtue of that process that requires it, which is that there becomes this choice point, right? Where we actually have to make that, we have to take the, the actual um, energy to make the choice to choose who we're going to be, how we're going to operate and where we're going to go. And I'd like to just, um, um, I don't, I don't know if it, it's kind of redundant, but I don't think it is. I just want to kind of emphasize that a little bit more. Um, following up what you said, and also also leading into the prophecy conversation that we want to talk to. We want to speak. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. So um, that that word integrity. A lot of people have again uh, an interesting belief system around what that means, because it typically when we're in the act of calling out our, our, you know, integral viewpoints, sometimes it changes on the situation. However, when we really bring it back to the conversation of energy, right, and how that's impacting and influencing our, our body, our mind, our emotional systems, then it comes back to a very, very simple equation where integrity is that which you know as your divine and intuitive truths on the inside is therefore represented throughout your life in that moment and in every situation. Okay. What we're used to doing and what have we've been taught again, the belief systems that we've been taught of how to react is basically faking it. Okay. We sugarcoat it. We dilute, we have uh, distorted honesty, right? Where you only tell like certain part of the truth and you tell it in a certain way to that person because they can't handle it. Come on, really? This is, what's that? No, I was just thinking it's we that can't handle it, which is why we're not telling the full truth. Right. Now, if we were to, to take, there's two concepts that I like to interweave with the with uh, integrity, right? Is is like the, I call it the religion of doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> you want to believe? 
then let's talk about integrity and what being integral, the act of being integral really means in every situation of your life. Because how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? And so I'm known for, for being very clear and very direct in my communication and making sure that it has absolute clarity, right? You know what I know, key here, when I know it, mm. okay? That's another really, really Im- impactful thing for people to like get that, get that receptor, lock it in, take it and go. Okay. So <laughs> when you know it is one of the most important things, right? And that is where um, we then also relate this to, of course, my favorite subject, science and microbiology. Let's take osmosis. Okay. And simple element of water or steam and how it moves from one side of the room to the other, or just watch a cloud, okay? That's osmosis. It's in its natural form. It's in, it's, it's creating a balance of condensity from the inside to the outside. Mm. So it's harmonious. So it's integral. So the inside and the outside of a cell are same, same, or in harmony. And that is where we find the greatest amount of healing for the issues in your tissues or physical stuff. That's where we find the greatest peace of mind where you're not trying to speed up into the future and give yourself anxiety or you're holding on to past memorializations and giving yourself depression. And I say give yourself because we do have the opportunity to switch out of that and come back to present, come back, come back to center, right? And it has to do in those little tiny, what we seemingly insignificant events in our life yet they have a massive impact, right? For example, let's get into a little bit about, but we're on, we're on Facebook still, right? Somewhere? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Facebook, perfect example of the dopamine addiction, right? Of the, the mental operating system, which is in the four stage uh, of pillars, we can get into this real quick, is acceptance, approval, desire, and then we get to the state of harmony. And these are maturing points. So we all start at acceptance. We all want to get invited to the party, right? Mm-hmm. So then, okay, so you got an invitation. You Somebody clicked on your name on Facebook. Yeah, big deal. You have 5,000 people, right? Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> now we get into approval. Somebody calls you, send a message. Let's go together. I'll pick you up. Oh, my God, you like me, right? Dopamine, 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 we start getting the pinks. Desire is like, dude, we're not having this party without you. What kind of thing do you want to have? Let's do this together. Now you are wanted. Now that's like somebody commenting on your post or actually sharing it. Look, now you're getting a super dopamine hit. You might get a little, you know, excited from that kind of thing. And then you ride that, that emotional wave that actually comes from a physiological condition that creates a belief system that then has an exponential effect on your attitude or your energy body. See, so this one little tiny thing can have a massive impact of the course of your entire day. Mm. Mm -hmm. How many times are you going back to feed off of that dopamine? Now, if that's the case, if that's where you're getting your inspiration and your hit, is that really integral? Right. Is that for your highest good? Is that really teaching the belief system that, that you want to portray? Or is that distracting you and, and you know, taking you down somebody else's rabbit hole, right? Yeah. So there's all these little dynamics in our, our human world right now that didn't exist 20 years ago, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And so we have ourselves as adults and teachers and leaders in the world that can facilitate and utilize these great technologies and we have the children that are growing up with this that don't know any different. And this is, again, another beautiful point that we can loop this into the prophecies because there's several prophecies and masters. Um, in fact, I, I believe it's in the, the Holy Science book by Swami Shiva Excuse me. And he says, when science and uh, consciousness merge, we will have a coming of the ages. Well, we have it. We literally have spirituality and biology and science and consciousness and technology merging. Mm-hmm. And it's having this, this multi-synaptic you know, event on our planet where it, it takes us back to something that they say in the Course of Miracles, there are no private thoughts. Everything is being revealed right now 
everything in government, everything that has been distorted, everything that has been hidden or otherwise manipulated to somebody else's belief system, it's being revealed in order for us to see it for what it is, have have our own discernment of whether or not that's integral to our personal truth. Yes. Right? And then what actions are we taking from that now that Mm -hmm. we know? Mm -hmm. Now that we know. All of those things are coming together. Again, there's so many different energy receptors and events that, that we're being... Um, you know, related to right now, but it's really bringing that that polarity of fields and what is what is right and what is not, what is truth and what is not, who is in integrity and who isn't, mm-hmm. right? So everyone is being called out to rise up right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good times. <laughs> yeah, and I, I suppose that's where that's where the felt experience of intensity lies, right? Is in that in the reckoning, right? The reckoning of all the old patterns that don't serve us. But it's 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 interesting because it's like I my experience, and I know a lot of other people's experience is that we have these oscillations of rational understanding depending on where we are at a certain time of the day, maybe we heard something, we're at the right space, we could receive it, something else happens, we get brought down this rabbit hole, as you mentioned. We kind of have this weird amnesic thing that occurs, and I suppose that's part of the disintegrated state until we're totally integral, then we're not forgetting who we are and what we're here to do. Um, But I want to just speak to the intensity factor um, in your perspectives on that, how people, and I already have an idea of like kind of how to do this as I do it with myself, but, um, in relation to the integrity piece, this, this felt experience of intensity of discomfort, um, even irrationality that comes along with the disassembling process, the perceived chaos, I think it's order out of chaos, but the perceived chaos and uncertainty, nonetheless, um, can we speak to that for just a minute? Yes, as far as uh, people's, people's experience in relationship to the process that's occurring on the planet. Well, the the relationship is is a little extension on that conversation, right? Yeah. Which is we're getting called out to rise up, which right. means that every single thing matters. Every dollar you spend is a vote. That is either positively impacting and supporting your belief system or it's retracting from it and it's supporting something else, right? So one of my programs called Harmonesting that's creating harmony within the nest of your home. Now, perfect example, let's say uh, that you you love supporting the, the forest and the trees and nature and we have the Amazon and Siberian forests and other you know, sacred land being burnt on our planet right now for the creation of meat and fossil fuel digging and, um, you know, excavation of more stuff to create more stuff. I mean, it's it's a little (laughs) ridiculous and unnecessary. Yet, if you have that belief system that you want to support, uh, support nature, then why are you still not recycling and using plastics and, you know, eating conventional food and what actions are you actually taking in your life? Let me tell you, honey, that is not in general. That is, that is totally on the dark side of the gray zone. <laughs> the veils are gone right now. There is no more like floating back and forth or having one foot on either side of the fence. You will get split. You will have intensity and trauma in your life until you get both feet over on the light side. Until you really, really make that conscious decision followed by action. Okay, that's the balance of the feminine masculine polarity that we're seeing right now, which is part of what's bringing, again, like shaking all of our stuff up to the surface so that it is in our face. We cannot avoid it. Right? And that's the beauty for as many people that are upset about the, the current, you know, political system in our country, guess what? There's a bunch of us over here on the light side going, yes, it's finally happening, right? The foundations of the, of the old, you know, hide and lie and, and sneaky systems are crumbling. 
Yes. Crumbled, crumbling, right? Yes. How many times did we have our government shut down and out of business when we're in the middle of a busy work week and everybody else is like, you know, thinking, wait, wait what? How is it that it's just like off? Well, it's a company, you guys. Guess what? Yeah. It's being revealed now, okay? We're, we're just a corporate structure. It's not really a government. Mm. So mm. now that we have like the truth being revealed in really obnoxious ways, yes, you know, you cannot avoid it. Mm. Thank you for making it so obvious that we have to pay attention. Thank you for making it so loud that I have to hear it at some level. I haven't watched TV in over 20 years. And of course, you know, it's everywhere. It's coming in from, from all sides, communications and meetings and client healings, you name it. It's coming in from all directions. So it is unavoidable. So that's the the actual integrity of what's going on is not disassociating from the truth of that which is being revealed to us. A lot of people are trying to, again, be, um, you know, sugarcoating with stuff like, oh, this is all love. Yeah, okay. Compassion, unity, we get it. What are you doing about it? <laughs> right. What are you doing? Right. What actions are you taking? Now that you know, right, how are you positively influencing this momentum? Mm. Or are you just gonna like you know retreat and hide back and 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 watch the show? Well, excuse us, we have we have things to do. You know, <laughs> there are millions of us on the planet that have taken that assertive leadership position that we know. Okay, now I know I've mastered the leadership skills of my own life, mm. of my own you know uh, physicality, of my own beliefs, of how um, I'm teaching that and portraying that throughout my life and representing that which I know and believe in through my actions and communication, okay? There are many of us that have, have gotten to that level of, uh, of integrity, harmony, responsibility. Okay, we get it, game on, right? Yeah. And this is where the superhuman factor comes in too, yeah. right? It's like, okay, if you want to know what that feels like, if you want to have those miraculous and incredibly synchronistic magical experiences in your life like, like I do, and I'm sure you do as well, then guess what? You better step up because that's what it takes. That is the minimum necessary mm -hmm. to do is to live as the truth of your beliefs. And this is where I find a lot of incongruency in many different, different you know, communities and teaching platforms and structures is that the communication is, is still sugarcoated with some level of enabling rather than that Let's let's snap to it, everybody. Come on, kind of yeah. uh, energetic, you know, intensity because that is in integral truth with what's happening on our planet right now. Yes. we're not passive state anymore, you guys. Okay, like if you thought your human was on vacation down here, guess what? <laughs> we came here to handle this this transition in a beautiful way by first and foremost embodying that within ourselves. So for, for those of for anyone who's listening or watching that may be feeling that discomfort in your life, where is it? Go to the, that, that, that trigger. What is that repeating trigger that keeps on coming up and being that little whack to the left and little poke and prod to the right, right? It's like, Ooh, why does that still hurt? Well, because you haven't healed it. Because mm. it keeps on revealing itself louder and louder until you have to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't wait until you get bedridden. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's right? what people do, right? They're, they're waiting. Instinct, intuitively, they know this too. Like I noticed this with people. They know intuitively and you can hear it when like people are processing, they'll let it out into their language. It's like they know what's happening, but for some reason they're like, oh no, but it, I'll get to it next month. It's like next month you're going to be dead. I mean, that maybe, I don't know, but depending <laughs> on, the, you know, something is going to die. Something's going to die for sure. And it's going to be extreme. But right now in this moment, you're getting the lesson from the pain teacher, which is a feedback mechanism that's trying to get you back into congruence. So now is the opportunity. It's the fertile moment, that window where the, the, the caterpillar the, dissolves. And it's like, there's no guarantee that it's going to be a butterfly, but this is the moment of greatest potentiality that you can emerge as the, whatever you want to call it, the Phoenix, the butterfly, your, your, your higher self, your greater self that you've been telling, you've been saying you want to be all this time. Um, this is the moment. 
It's like, it's right now. It's always now, but like really for real, for real, like this moment right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You get it. When did you know? When did you feel it? When did you hear it? When did you get your confirmations? When did you get that? And one of my, uh, one of my classes is uh, psychic skills. Mm -hmm. I have a beautiful following on Instagram and I have these folks that were communicating through it in the, in the platform. And they're like, well, um, well, how come I'm not, you know, how come it's not working for me kind of a thing? I'm like, ah, yes, yes. I'm a little closer. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Where in your life are you actually applying this? And when are you receiving those uncomfortable hits? And what are you trying to attain through, you know, having these communication skills and abilities of, of being psychic and intuitive and all these different superhero uh, abilities, right? Well, because obviously the intention was off. Oh, I want to find out if my girlfriend's cheating on me, right? Oh, it's not going to work, honey. It's just not. <laughs> like, yes, and, and. <laughs> You're missing the point. Like, never mind. <laughs> Here, have it for you going. Yeah, love you. Not it. Kind of, you know, that's the, the distortion of belief system. Oh. I want this because Mm. I want to have influence over something or someone else. Mm. That is not an integrity, honey. So let's go back to when did you get triggered to want that? How was this a solution, right? That's the actual pain point. That's the, the, the loss of love, right? And in my healing notes, you'll see a lot of LOLs, but that's not laugh out loud. That's loss of love. (laughs) Oh, and this is, this is where I have um, my, my book, Physics of Love, is coming out next uh, in the springtime. And I talk about like the actual science and energy and divinity of our human experiences and this path of healing. It's like, well, let's go back and actually heal that wound and that distortion of when you were first cheated on, mm-hmm. right? Were you actually being in direct communication of what you knew when you knew it? And to whom it was related to? Or did you bypass over it, sugarcoat, disassociate, and create a victim mindset to where it now has a pattern, energetic reflection to manifest and magnetize that same experience over and over and over? Honey, stop. Right? And this is where we really get to catch ourselves. Now, astrologically, because we bring in all sources and forces here, is astrologically, we're in this powerful gateway where I was talking and sharing about it a couple of weeks ago on my Facebook about um, uh, the Saturn retrograde mm-hmm. and all of these other planets. And Jupiter was in retrograde, Mercury, and, da, 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 da. and what that does every time, especially the big planets go into retrograde like that, they have a reverse polarity of things so that even more pops up into our awareness. And that's that, that, you know, open, open kind of a thing. Like, I'm right here. Pay attention before I support and become a part of your own new patterning system. This is really where we get to ascend and reprogram those patterns and systems and behaviors from an initial and innocent point of loss of love, mm-hmm. right? Whether you're seeking to be loved and what about me kind of energy that created that, that feedback with what you're talking about. So again, it comes back to when did you know? When did it first happen? How did you respond or react and then create a belief system from that point? Let's go there and heal that first so that you can quantumly bring that into your, your now and future presence and not have to repeat that pattern ever again. So between now and the next nine months, what is it, September something or other? Yeah, it's about to be October. Right. So we just went through the, uh, the autumn equinox. Right. So now and for the next nine months, this is a very astrological as the stars, so the cells. Right. So this is where the, the magnetism of the solar system is directly impacting and influencing the events in our life that are being revealed so that we can heal that, reprogram, ascend it into an activated pattern or your new operating code through new operating integral system and follow it with that, which it takes to actually put that neurological pattern into a set, like lay those tracks and hammer them in. And what does that mean? Communicating 
mm-hmm. clearly, integrally, when you know it. Oh. Not just voted tomorrow. You just lost the impact and the influence of your energy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yourself and for everyone else around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so taking advantage of the inconvenient moments, right? Because oftentimes when truth strikes us, it's inconvenient. Oftentimes when the right mentor slash coach or whatever shows up, oftentimes it's inconvenient or the, the barrier to entry, you pick your flavor, whatever the experience is, the initiation, the rite of passage, which is why it's called that. And that's the way I like to frame it because it is a mythic experience. Otherwise, it's just a mechanistic spiritless kind of um experience that's the that's the scientismic agenda which is a whole different subject but that's what we're being told but really it's a mythic journey and it's so we have these initiations right these rites of passage to cross the barrier and it's not comfortable and it's not designed to be so let's get over this whole like oh it doesn't feel comfortable I'm not interested in it feels comfortable. Is it the right thing to do? That's the only thing I'm interested in. Because I can tell you from my personal experience, and I'm talking to myself as I say this, is that if I wait for things to get comfortable, they're going to get infinitely more uncomfortable. That's, been the, that's a paradox and a lesson I've learned is that if I'm, if I'm waiting for comfort, I'm going to get a rude awakening. So while I have this little bit of discomfort, I better take advantage of that while, I, while, it's, while it's there. Oh, honey, play with it, run with it, go to, yeah, exactly. Jump down the water slide, everything about that experience, right? And that's exactly right because, again, we've been conditionally taught in this modern society of, you know, conventional consumerism that to, to basically live in a box. Right, right. A box, your own space, your own belief, your own, we're really just like, like you know, trapped in, Okay, just keep it together inside my box. Everything's got to stay the same. <laughs> Swipe left on that. Right? <laughs> so boring. Like, I get super passionate about this because I... <laughs> yeah, good analogy. The only consistent thing in the entire universe is consistent change. Okay. Non-stop. Non-stop cellular fusion. Okay? Non-stop osmosis. Everything is constantly in creation or destruction. It's constantly rebirthing or going into another you know, pattern and cycle. So there is no consistency of absolute confinement or comfortable in the universe. It doesn't exist. Why are we trying to force that into some perfect picture, you know, idealistic example of, of life? Right. Lame. <laughs> You want to be expressive. Again, when you feel it, when you know it, do it. Mm. Feel and go, listen and do. That's one of the easiest ways that I teach people about following your intuition. Because this is the exact opposite, right? The the way that we've been conditionally conformed to believe this conventional society is supposed to work in this comfort zone is, okay, next. Over here on the intuitive, magical, mystic, empowered, life is so incredible. You can't mm. make that box, right? Yeah. We're that's ready anyways. Yeah, that's my play zone, right? I live over here. I don't know about that. I, I have to plan and schedule certain things so that they actually have a momentum effect on this magic, intuitive life over here. Yet people are always, well, what's the one thing I can do? Trust your intuition when you feel it. When you feel it, not the daily. When. Not, yeah, not not after you've given it risk and value assessment about when and who you should tell it to. <laughs> box, honey, right? <laughs> get out of the box, get into the open, free, playful zone over here where everything magical can happen and has mm. no barriers or, you know, constraints or belief system. No box belongs over here. And this is where all of you know the, the ancients live. This is where the indigenous tribes are able to create, like in, in you know, Avatar and Star Wars and all those kind of things that we relate to as being super humanistic, right? Well, guess what? They're over here listening to the the direct um, intuitive knowing and communication of the world around them and the synchronicities that line up. How does that happen? 
when you actually act on that which you are being communicated to energetically when it's happening. Mm. Don't analyze that over here. Listen, do. You feel it, you go, right? The more you question that, the more these abilities will be filtered and suppressed. Mm. The more that feed into that, the more that you trust and activate on those or actualize on those those feelings and knowings in that intuitive direction, the, the more that those belief systems will get implanted in your brain. Mm. And then you learn to trust that. And guess what? It becomes stronger and quicker and more intense. And then people around you start noticing. And then they're playing the game too. And next thing you know, again, we have that transparency mm. of energy that's able to communicate and cross barrier through our auric fields so that we do have that intuitive psychic communication. You know what I know when I know it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, that right there is intuitive and psychic communication. Yet it only happens when we have trained ourselves or retrained ourselves, because this is our natural state, yes. right? Babies don't have the action items, to-do list, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, I better do that because, you know, Billy down the street has an expectation on Tuesday. No, it goes in the, the play, sleep, eat, pretty much repeat, right? Mm -hmm. So we live in that playful zone. And it's that energy of play or joy. It's um, 640 hertz, something like that. Mm. That's where the magic gets to happen. Then we can apply it to our... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this is a key distinction. And we're like, at the end, I mean, we could, we could keep going for... I could keep going with you for indefinitely. And now we're riding that wave of momentum, too. This is the problem with having a schedule, but it's part of... <laughs> right? That's perfect transition. Yeah, but what what you said is so is such a key distinction because what we try to do is we try to go from um, from my view left, which is the box, the organization, hyper organization, analysis, all that, and then we try to go into magic, which is kind of a weird transition. It's a destructive transition because that box has to destruct or whatever you want to use. It has to disassemble in order to go to the quantum. So what if we could? What if we could embody? The desired outcome, in other words, the future informing the present moment, instead of us thinking that we're creating the future from the present, what if we could bring the, the future self embodiment into the present moment so we can go from quantum and then, and then apply that to the material dynamics of having a schedule, organization, priorities, weighing things out, right? Like, um, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that, but I thought that that distinction for me, that was like, that was... That was potent. Cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. So living in the quantum magic zone will create this reality better than you could possibly make up yourself. Thank, yes. Thank goodness, by the way. I just want to say thank God for that because <laughs> I've created a lot of suffering trying to do it the other way. Yeah. And that's, and that's really like the, the living example of my life. Again, it's my, my father calls it the adventures of Anna because he's like, wow, where in the world is my daughter today? You know, <laughs> it just started. <laughs> it's like, Wee! and I also am extremely efficient and get a lot of things done and handled and worked on as I've been explaining a couple of the projects and things that are, mm. are happening. Yet it's with my divine guidance of knowing that I will have my, my, my future projected desire, right? Here's what I know as my intention of my purpose for the highest good. How and those detailed steps of how that happens and with whom and when gets to be brought to my attention Mm -hmm. Right. Then a synchronistic uh, event or communication will be confirmation of when that divine timing applies to the next step and activates a future event that will either catalyze and propel it faster and quicker and more, you know, magnetically than I could have planned for or tried to find somebody to do for me. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. They get the memo through the quantum field because they're over here in that same energetic value. Mm. It's an equation. It's a very, very simple equation. So this is where then in creating 
these solutions of harmony, these uh, inventions or systems or programs or offerings or whatever it is, having the like desired result, right, is more so of a um, like a, a mental picture or a goal. We can do all kinds of um, visioning and manifesting and mirror work and whatever other kind of divinations, what those really are, mm-hmm. to try to make that happen your way. Mm-hmm. However, if you want it to be better than you can make up, right, with synchronistic events and people coming in to support and catalyze and exponentialize your work, it's because you got rid of the framework of that box of conditional okay. expectations. Yeah. It's a limiting belief. You jump over here and play in that zone, it'll blow that, the, the you know, perimeter on that old belief system out of the way, and you won't even know how to think like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You right. You'll forget about how you used to be, because now you have become a completely new being. And now you'll expect miracles, Right, incredible magical synchronicities and and people that come into your life that you know you didn't know you could possibly be able to work with or support you or whatever else. It's like it just keeps getting sweeter and better and better every time. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. We uh, we are at the we're at the well we're at the the end of this particular transmission. Um, <laughs> Wow, no, I don't even, it's almost hard to transition from that because I want to keep going. Um, but if we were to, so if we were to distill the key points, and I know that that that's, um, well, yeah. So if we were to distill maybe just what you feel would be the most practical wisdom from this this conversation for anyone listening that they could immediately apply some way, some some way. Some way, some sh- I'm tripping over my words today. What's going on? Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, yes. And also on the tail end of that, can you please tell us where people can co- get in contact with you, how to work with you, or uh, where to learn more? Yes, absolutely. And and thank you for that. So um, let's see. Key points. Okay, we talked about superhuman prophecies. And all of the kind of events and things that people are feeling in this ascension experience. What that really boils down to in the fine print is being integral with yourself and your immediate world and people around you. Clarity of communication, which is, you know what I know when I know it, right? In complete purity and innocence, because when we do that, it, again, becomes better than we can make up or imagine ourselves. And it gets rid of any possibility of, of uh, anxiety or depression or those other kind of silly symptoms. And in the intuitive role, this is where we get our super superpowers and, and you know abilities that remind it, is that listen and do, feel and go. Mm-hmm. That is one of the most powerful shifts of really following and knowing and taking action on that. And it helps to also bring us into that sovereign unity consciousness within ourselves and throughout our life by balancing the polarity of the masculine and the feminine energies. And that's what that process is. You listen, that's masculine. And you, or you listen, that's feminine. That's, and then do, that's masculine. That's the energy coming in and the expression of it going out. Right. So this is um, Mm -hmm. kind of the the condensed version of it. And you can definitely, definitely learn more on my psychic skills class. Find out what your superhuman abilities are. um, Intuition class is going. And we have the Emancipated Leadership Program for those of you who are ready to really get get fierce about your own magical, amazing life. And that is all found at unnaturalista.com. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining me and uh, co-creating this incredible space. What incredible way to begin to finalize this four-year interview series. And um, man, just almost speechless, but so in alignment, so in tune. Um, What an incredible, magical journey that we got to take together. Thank you so much for who you are, what you bring to the world, and uh, representing pure possibilities. Thank you. I appreciate you and all the 
work and majesty and wisdom that you're bringing into the world for, again, it's for the highest good, highest good of all. So thank you. And I'm excited for the next chapter of your podcast to continue. And thank you again for giving us a beautiful education portal to share our love and radiance. I hope you enjoyed this fascinating episode of the Holistic Health and Human Potential show. Before you head off, I want to invite you to go to my website for further podcast episodes and tons of free content on holistic health, natural nutrition, and human potential. Please go to www.ronnylandis.net to find out how to take your health and your life to the next level. And also, I want to encourage you to leave a five-star review for this podcast on our iTunes page, which will help me in my mission to get these inspiring messages to millions of people throughout the world. I thank you so much for your support, and I look forward to continuing to provide amazing conversations and content on holistic health and human potential.